Hello, friends and listeners of Good Morning Greendale who uh, would not consider me a friend. That's fine. Doing a quick little intro just to let you know that um, I, in the middle of this episode, I went on this uh, kind of wild rant about uh, Bean Dad. I expected that I was going to edit that out of the episode, but then people on Twitter uh, uh, voted that I, I do not. So rather than edit out all of the uh, many uses of the uh, the F word from that rant, uh, because I will be here until the end of time editing that. Uh, I'm just not going to edit out any swear words in this episode. So there are many, many F-bombs in this one. Uh, you have been warned. This episode is for mature ears only. And now on to the episode. Hello, Abed. Hello, Evil Jeff. What? How did you... I may not be good with facial expressions, but I know an evil doppelganger when I see one. Plus, your arm makes a noise every time you move it. Silence! Good Good morning, morning, Greendale. Greendale. (laughs) Damn it. Aren't you the Uh, one that goes first? Yes. Fuck. Okay. I'm Ben. (laughs) We did so well. We did so well. I didn't sound panicked at all. I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements that aren't panicking at all. At all. We got got three seconds into this episode before we totally (laughs) forgot what podcasting was. Um... In my defense, we're doing a live episode tonight as we record our episode on Community Season 4, Episode 13, Advanced Introduction to Finality. Um, Ben, I just want to let you know, I do not have a lot of notes about this episode. I kind of let it wash over me. Me neither. So we're going to have a a loose form chat. It's going to be great. But you know what we have to do first? We have to outsource Mike's bits. All right. And of course, we are doing the Would You Rather deck on pod decks. Let me just show the the live audience. There it is. Th- that's that's the card. It's red this time. You know what I miss about uh, the previous deck? Yeah. Um, what, what they would that were be? green. So every time you used your green screen, they just disappeared. <laughs> uh-huh, and it was that like, was... you're just like, look at this card. And it looked like and you were holding like... up nothing. <laughs> Except for the pod decks was still white and yellow. And it was like, uh-huh. pod decks is just floating in midair. They have that technology. Anyway, it's time for that good, good shuffle. Again, I do not fully it at all. Ooh, baby. I hope that caught. Is this your first time shuffling? Because that's what it looked like. well you know what you know what i wanted to give the audience a real good a real good description of me uh but here ben is the question for the would you rather uh a deck well this is an interesting one and i think this might have some interesting discussion to be had that's good we'll have something to talk about on this episode (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this and then immediately to, to, to great. Uh, would you rather, Ben, lick every inanimate object you see or by licked or be licked by every living thing you see? Would you rather lick every inanimate object you see or be licked by every living thing you see? Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say 
This is the worst question I have ever been asked in my history of existence. <laughs> oh, wait. you There are some in here that will cha- challenge that trophy. Just want to say that. Up until you pull those cards and I inevitably quit the podcast forever. <laughs> At uh, some point, Outsourcing Mike's bit might have a, um, a, a shelf life. Uh-huh. Um, until that day, it's this is the, spam this is the worst forever. question that I have ever been asked. Because here is... The problem with this question, okay? Oh, he- here's the problem. Here is here is the problem. The with this problem. Question. The singular problem with his question. I see a lot of inanimate objects in a day. Sure. That suddenly licking those objects becomes a full time job. <laughs> yes. Also, um. You know, I I work in like tech. I see like keyboard mice and 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 uh-huh. uh, com- keyboards that people have their grubby hand. I wouldn't want to lick my own keyboard. And you know who has touched that <laughs> keyboard? Me. It's true. No, you know, you got a good point there. I think I think literally the worst thing about touching a equi- uh, computer equipment is that it gets or like video game controllers or whatever is like hands get all sweaty uh mom's spaghetti right and yes, then uh they get like i could show you a close-up of my computer mouse and you would be like ben you are the nastiest person that has ever existed just based on the grime on this sure. thing and again i am the only person who's touched it it's just that the human body secretes a lot of oils constantly all day every day agreed and you wouldn't want those oils necessarily in your face now do i want to be licked by every creature who lays eyes upon me mm-hmm. no but but i feel like that is not a full-time job. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to really limit where I go because I'm not going to go to, like, a, f- a football game <laughs> because I'm going to be I'm going to be looking. I'm like, OK, my seat is Man, uh, I aisle H uh, row 37. Everyone uh, go line up to lick Ben. And as I'm walking down, people are just going to be like. You know what? I'm done describing this. Situation. So here's the thing, though. If you're at a football game, not only literally everything you see has to lick you, including the football players and the coaches, they have to come climb up to lick you. Okay, now I'm on board again because that's hilarious. <laughs> Being like, they're they're in the huddle yeah. and they're like, they're like blue thir- blue forty seven, blue forty eight. <laughs> I don't know how calling plays works. D- dang it! I've been <clears throat> perceived by Ben. And then they're like, oh no. Ben is in the stands and then they all like don't don't look now Ben's in the stands and of course when you say like don't look they're yeah. inevitably going to look and then they all see me and they're like oh no uh we have to go we have to stop the football game <laughs> yeah it's a licking to break to lick Ben to be fair it's I'm not, on board it, I'm on board yeah. with this I've I've convinced myself this rules <laughs> because this gives me a lot of comedic potential uh-huh and a lot of power because again it and and, and just just a, a narrowing of the thing it's not you are when you are seen by a living thing it licks you when you see a living thing it licks you so okay it, okay it regardless of whether or not somebody wants to if they 
if you that are gives me even more power. Yeah, if you perceive I could, something, I could show up to a football game with a blindfold and then mid throw just be like, "Bam!" Blindfold comes off, and that wide receiver is like, "Can't catch that ball. Got to go lick Ben." <laughs> I love this. I've convinced myself this is a great question and a great answer. Great question. I I want people to have to lick me when I perceive them. Yeah. Done. Uh, I yeah, I think I think that's a good point. I think um we've we've included some of the uh the live chat uh discussion. I, I want to include that because it's because I did uh steal from Andrew Baker saying it's whatever you see, so you can always close your eyes. Um, which is mm-hmm. also which has its own challenges because again, if you're driving, uh, that's a bad situation. Um, but I will. I think. I think because of James Beery's uh, suggestion of uh, if you lick every inanimate object you see, you do see a lot of toilets. It's true, uh, and I think I'm. I, I, I agree that it's. Sh- I want to be licked. Yeah, I stand by what I said about how gross computer mice are, but really, I should have began and ended with toilets exist, and I I see them. Agreed. And you can't, it, it's going to be hard if you're like, every time I got to go to the bathroom, I got to close my eyes and kind of just right. wing it. Right. Because otherwise, I'm licking that urinal, I'm licking that toilet, uh-huh. and I don't want to. Now, with that said, either way... If if I'm going into a bathroom, I will be blindfolded because I also do not want people to come up and try to lick me while I'm trying to pee. It, it reminds me of when Ted Mosby is trying to avoid uh, they they've recorded the Super Bowl or something, but he has to get the the chicken wing order, so he builds this like whole contraption so that mm-hmm, he has only mm-hmm. the pinhole camera directly in front of him. Uh, feels feels like that a little bit, but in a yeah. licking situation. Yeah, rather agreed. than a, I don't want to spoil myself for a football game. Um, I do want to use it to spoil football games, though, because again, right. that would but be a different amazingly of spoiling. Funny. <laughs> amazingly <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> and then there's a lot of discussion in the chat about whether or not they want to be the licky or the licker. Uh huh. Um, I I do also, and Laura, if you want me to cut this out of the final episode, please let me know. But I do like how <laughs> Laura showed up a little bit late uh, because she was playing Katamari Damacy, which legit, yeah, like, absolutely, not even great mad. game. But also just showed up mid that conversation and was just like, "I'm all for being licked," and like that's the energy yeah, yeah. I want to bring into next year, 2023. <laughs> let's all get licked. We're 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 writing Bam. off the rest of 2022. It's been another shit one. Oh, it's but- <laughs> it's a wash. It is a wash. But 2023, let's all get licked. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I was right that we were going to go places with that one, and it was great. So that's a good pod deck. That's a good pod deck card. Also, how great is Katamari Damacy? It's so cool. Oh, yeah. You got to roll up everything. It's great. Every um, time you get negged by the king of all cosmos, it's wonderful. Oh, he he negs. Oh. He negs. And you, and you know what? You know what it makes me want to do? It makes me want to do better for him. Because I know, it's, I know it's he's true. I know there's next time, next time next you might time. actually get some praise. Yeah. Oh, and wouldn't that just be the day? You're just like, I'm rolling up these f- f- weird cats, and I'm just gonna try to get as many cats and make make the king of all cosmos proud of all these cat this ca- weird cat ball I'm creating. 
I, I suddenly have the urge to, instead of talking about this episode of Community, just stop <laughs> and start live streaming me playing Katamari Damacy. Legitimately? Which sounds pretty fun to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say this, uh, because I watched the episode tonight. Um, I believe you watched it yesterday due to work situations. Um, yes. Playing a video game instead of talking about this episode would probably be way more fun. <laughs> On that note, though, let's get into it because we are here for that reason. And it is unfortunately not to get licked. <laughs> it is Ooh. to talk about Community Season 4, Episode 13, Advanced Introduction to Finality. All I'm saying is um, that if we're here to get licked, we're on the wrong uh, streaming platform. It's true. Uh, go check out my OnlyFans. <laughs> okay, you know, you're you're the one writing a check with that butt. I do have to be careful what I say on this pod because there are multiple things that I've just casually dropped into this podcast (laughs) and now are canonically me things. Um, Anyways, remember to listen to Ring My Bell. Season four, episode 13, advanced introduction to finality. This is the final episode in season four. Um, The quote unquote gas leak year, the year without dan Harmon, and uh the whole plot of this episode is that jeff is not ready to graduate and so he hallucinates although you don't you don't find out until the yeah the soup cut is on ben's only fans that is <laughs> Uh, and that is where the soup. My cut favorite is. part is I know exactly where the feed is on, on YouTube. Um, the conversation starts coming in. So, uh, so yeah, uh, boy, I got distracted by that soup cut. Um, so <laughs> Jeff hallucinates, although we are not aware until the end of the episode that it is a it is a hallucination. But he hallucinates this combination between. The the whole darkest timeline thing and paintball. Right. Um, and the darkest timeline comes in because like he's talking with Britta and um, he's like, oh, I just I don't think that like, you know, the group is ready for me to leave. I mean, like it could devastate Abed. Right. And that and Britta brings up the darkest timeline because like she's like, he's barely talked about that. And he gets the idea to roll a die to see who who will bring up the soda or who will bring the soda to the party because Troy has already screwed that up. Hey, we should probably figure out who's bringing the soda now, right? Just so there's not another hang-up. I brought it. I, I just drank it all. Legitimately, that's the storyline I was the most invested in, the Troy and soda storyline. Troy, The Troy soda? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, the Trojan horse, if you will. Uh-huh. Also um, very good. Also very good. Uh, and so the idea is that then... He, as the die is roll, like as he's about to roll the die, he hallucinates that it lands in the crack of the table, so it doesn't land on a number, and that spawns this whole thing where the uh, evil versions of them come across from the darkest timeline and try to screw things up so that Jeff goes back to his law, his old law firm, which at the beginning of the episode he was offered a position at. And uh, it is kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it is 
because it's that weird hallucination thing, it, although there are some interesting gags that come out of that, it, it does feel very much like he rolls a die, it happens, and then like you kind of zoom back at the end to that moment again, and it's like, okay, well, I get that. But that kind of like dream or hallucination or whatever, it's been done. And, you know, they don't even lampshade the fact that they did it again, um, except for the fact that if if Jeff notices uh, all the extras are attractive women and everything in the uh, uh, the vending machines are, I believe, eggs and meat, uh, hard boiled eggs and meats. What mm-hmm. else would you need in a vending machine? Um, I mean, they do kind of call attention to the fact that it's a paintball thing again, because. Um, oh, yes. Abed Abed says the line like. It, at the end, when Abed is like, this is all in your mind, The all the extras are attractive women, and also uh, the the vending machines are filled with meat. Um, he, he also says something about how, like, they finally figured out a way to make paintball cool again or something like that. If this is all in my mind, then I don't really need to fight them. Don't logic this one away from me. We finally figured out a way to make paintball cool again. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that assessment from uh, Abed I, in uh, uh-huh. Jeff's mind. Yeah, I don't agree with that either. Uh, but it is a thing that Abed says um, to Jeff. So, I, you know, I do. I, it is interesting that they. <sighs> OK. All right. So are we good? Let's, is this let's oops jump- all grades again? Not we necessarily. Can do upside not we can not do necessarily. It. But I do. So way way back in like episode one or two of this season, I called out how one of my biggest complaints with this season is how much they do the like, hey, look at us, we're a community, we're still the same old community, we're doing community things. It's community, right? This episode is the epitome of that because they showed up and they're like okay all right what do these what do these sick freaks love they love the paintball episodes they, sure they love the darkest timeline gotta we we gotta we gotta shoehorn both of those things into a single episode sure do gotta do it it comes off rough and i i yeah. will I will I will save my specific thoughts on that until we get to grades. But we finally figured out a way to make paintball cool again. Abed literally says that in the episode, which I feel like is a weird dig at the lack of paintball in season three and the fact that they're like, we're bringing it back because we're doing a community yeah. here in season four without Dan Harmon. Yeah, I can see that. I th- I I almost feel like that line is like we didn't have any ideas for the third one, so let's just. Uh, I, this seems good, and yeah, I, I it's weird. Yeah, I, I it's it, it 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 it. You're right. It just doesn't it it doesn't work for me. Granted, uh, we can talk about it because uh, we have to uh, for probably a little bit more uh-huh. before we go straight to grades. Um, <laughs> you and your lasagna soup. Yeah, talking about lasagna soup in the chat. Uh, Boy, our, our live shows get less and less. <laughs> just like we're all we're we're on four different wavelengths at once. It's great. Well, and you know, to be to be transparent, like if I if I was better at planning, I would 
not have picked this episode <laughs> to do a live episode. <laughs> it's yeah, just sure. um I've been very bad at planning them. So um oh. I mean, you know, sometimes you're like, oh crap, I gotta do a live show. Uh and so then the your your co-host moves and then you get married and then like, oh shit, we didn't actually do any shows. Right. Yeah, the the whole plot is that evil Jeff comes across along with evil Annie to try to get uh, they call him lame Jeff. I'm going to call him prime Jeff. That feels like um, a better one. Yeah. Prime. They're trying to get prime Jeff to, to piss everyone off so that he leaves the study group and he'll take the cool job for cool lawyers at the cool lawyer firm. They're and very good at it, 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 pissing everyone off. They're very they're good. Very at good. Everyone like starts crying and yelling at Jeff. It's great. Um, It's not great. Um, but they they're very good at it, but they are less good at uh, getting Jeff to agree to it. Right. Jeff is very hesitant and um, evil. Annie keeps trying to seduce him. Um, and then the rest of the evil group comes across, except for Abed, because evil Abed has become good now because after meeting prime Abed, he decided to be good now. Um, yeah, that was, that felt a little convoluted to me. I mean, even just going through the plot Fair, of yeah. this, <laughs> like, convolution is the name of this episode. You're right. I agree. I'm, I am so glad we're not doing our old format for this episode oh. because this would episode would be, it would literally just be was, us yeah. saying things that happened and then being like, well, that happened. Yeah. It, great. It, very similar to the way that we did the, uh, the original timeline episode. Uh-huh. Remedial so, Um so yeah, it is it's all very weird. Um uh Pierce Evil Pierce does show up, which Vaguely uh, originally he was in the in the darkest timeline, he was dead, but he faked his own death, and he also has like a a wheel for a leg, which I found very funny. I like the uh, I like the weird unicycle leg on Pierce. Mm-hmm. I found that very funny. It was good. Uh, Laura in the chat uh, did put into the chat, evil Abed looks great with the beard. And I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, I think Danny Pudi can really pull off the um, the the sort of goatee, sure. especially and with a little of the like salt and pepper in it. Yes. That is very the thing good. that really makes it because it is if like I, salt if and I peppery could, and, and wise. It's great. Because like this is the best I got, right? And if I could pull off a thicker beard, salt and pepper, like I would be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Everyone it, would want to legit, lick me. Legitimately, they would, they I could would not show stop up you. and be like, I I couldn't help noticing that you saw me. And also look at that beard. Mm-hmm. May I just give you a quick little lick? And I'd be like, yeah. the card <laughs> the is card. come back. Um, um, <laughs> I didn't think you were going to bring the card back. That's wonderful. Um, I do want to point out that if if you did have a more luscious beard, though, here here's the problem with that. Uh, somebody would be uh, one of our lovely patrons would look at these live shows and then they'd also be like, uh, uh, you know, the talent scout for I don't know the the show after Jimmy Fallon because they need a new host or whatever and they're like it's Ben it's got to be ben. look at that luscious beard and then I'm left behind and I don't like that and then I then I have to figure out how to do Good Morning Greendale uh-huh. by myself no, and, no and this is a two no, thing okay unless back up though back up though will for I a be moment. your sidekick 
Yeah, obviously, because like oh, okay, Conan right. had Andy Richter. You would be my Andy Richter. I would love to be your Andy Richter. Right? Would love so, like, to do it. I, That's what I I've been the, built for. This is what my I life is supposed to be. The guest comes out and like says, oh, hey, Ben, what's up? And then like we we talk for a little bit. And then like uh, you say some like weird off comment from like the Perfect. other side of the couch. Boom. Already there you go. It. You're my, you're my Andy also, Richter. Can I go, hey Or is it that stealing really, somebody else's bit? It, well, it wasn't really an Andy Richter thing, but you know. It's true. Um, <laughs> Richter, darn near killer. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, in in the scenario I, James, in which me, me and that. Ben me and Ben end up or Ben hosts uh, the late late night show and I am the Andy Richter on that show. Good Morning Greendale becomes a part of that show. I just want to point uh-huh. that out there. We're going to talk about community. And at that point, we'll be on a network and they'll be we'll be like, "Can we get Joe McHale?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." It's like, "Okay, uh-huh. great. We're going to talk to Joe McHale." "Hey, do the movie, you idiot." <laughs> no, he do the movie. He's got- already in the movie. Tonight, we've got Joel McHale on uh, promoting his latest movie, but instead, we're going to talk about season four, episode 13 of Community, <laughs> advanced introduction to finality. Uh, Mr. McHale, Joel, if I can call you Joel. Mr. Um, McHale. <laughs> Something about that sounds so funny to me. How, how do you Mr. feel Joel. about season four, episode 13 of Community? Um, Was it hard growing no. even uh, additional facial hair for the show? Uh, asking for a friend because I can't really grow that <laughs> facial hair and I need to know your secrets. I have seen, I, if I remember correctly, Joel McHale has, he can grow a, a pretty good beard if I, if I remember correctly. Okay. Let's, let's Google Joel. We're looking McHale for Joel beard. McHale beard. Oh man. That is a handsome dude. Holy cow. Goodness. He uh-huh. looks handsome. Goodness. I, I, w- boy. Even when they're joking around with him on Jimmy Kimmel Live with like a huge unibrow and a huge beard, he still looks pretty handsome. You can't you can't unhandsome that man. No, you can't. He he is he's a handsome dude. Um Ah, yes, I will share with the group. I apologize. <laughs> Blam. There's Joe McHale. Um And you know what? I don't hate it. Uh mostly I mean it it um Mostly looks a little photoshopped, but you know. Mm. Well, you know how uh, Jimmy Kimmel is all about. I did also send a legitimate handsome picture with him with a beard, but you know, okay, I, I think me, we all, I think we all know how Joel McHale looks. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty good. Um. Oh, I gotta handsome dude. He's a he's a handsome dude. You know, if somebody um, was like, "Hey, you're a real Joel McHale type," I would be like. Yes, thank you for the incredible compliment you've just given to me. I'm going to be writing on this for months. Mr. McHale, please come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. I promise we won't just talk about how handsome you are unless Unless. that's what you want. Oh, trust me, I'm pretty sure he's okay with it. (laughs) We've got Joel McHale on. uh, uh, Handsome handsome man Joel McHale to talk about uh, how handsome you are. Let me see. According to my notes, you are very handsome. Uh, Would you care to elaborate on that? Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, And also, if you could, uh, share with me a little bit of your hair routine because, boy, your hair is just looking fantastic today. 
<laughs> it's it is not the doppelganger episode. Although the doppelganger does show up again, he does um, along with uh, so Dean Chang. So aside from how sexy Joel McHale looks and how well Danny Pudi pulls off a uh, salt and pepper beard, because he does again. That's how we get jealous. off on that. <laughs> um, Evil Abed has become good, and he helps. Oh, a thing that I skipped over is the paintball guns don't cover you in paint, and they don't kill you. They teleport you to the other dimension in a way that is never explained or elaborated on or given much of a second thought to. Right. Uh, It is all in Jeff's brain, so it doesn't really matter, but yes. <laughs> See, that's the uh, thing. That is like the this episode's like get out of jail cards. Like, hey man, I don't know. Jeff was thinking it. It's like, no, that's not how this Jeff. works. Blame, blame Jeff. It's Jeff. Um. So yeah, they uh, uh, evil Abed. I'm gonna call him Darkest Time. He's not evil. He's Darkest Timeline Abed because he's right. good now. Also, in the Darkest Timeline, the cape did get retooled for Cable. Mm-hmm. And uh, has many seasons of it, mm-hmm. which is important to note if you like the cape. Um, Excellent. I also noticed. Should uh, we, after we're done with community, should we do a The Cape podcast? <laughs> oh, right. This is a podcast. I know we were uh, doing a live show. I was just slowly blinking at Ben. Uh, no, I don't think we should. <laughs> I've never seen the show and I have no interest in it. It is only 10 episodes. Okay, um, you're, you've got... Yeah, okay, you got me. Reel me in. Uh, it does uh, have future community cast member Keith David. So okay. there'd be crossover. Well, Keith David is in a lot of things. He's in a lot of things. But he's specifically in season six of Community. That's true. <laughs> uh, it's got Summer Glau. Okay. Um, it's uh, they're forty-five minute episodes. I'm just oh. reading the Wikipedia for the Cape now. Welcome to our podcast. Um, it originally released between January 9th and March 11th of 2011. Okay, um, great. It was canceled, so it's, it it does goes fit along that, with our, yeah. our our podcast mo. We sure do. <laughs> Um. Anyways, the cape is still a thing in the darkest timeline. Mm-hmm. The uh, darkest timeline Abed goes back to prime timeline with uh prime Abed. I hate talking about this episode. Wait, okay. does dark? Wait, I thought darkest timeline Abed stays in darkest timeline. And uh, oh yeah, you might be right. He sends he sends regular Abed right. back with all regular. Guns, he sends with him back with a, with paintball guns. Yeah. Darkest timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Darkest timeline. Everyone else comes back in and then there's a paintball fight where it kind of rips off the matrix a little bit for a few moments because Uh like Jeff does like Neo the one thing where he like stops the paintball pellet. And the rest of it is just super uninspired. The the rest of it is um, the absolute least interesting paintball that has ever happened on this yeah, see, see that's series. why that is why I don't agree that they've made paintball cool again. No. Um I mean, 
you know, here's 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 the thing, right? Okay. So like, oh. I I under I understand why in season three they were just like we're not going to do paintball again because how do you top fistful of paintballs? I agree with I you. I do not think you can do it. You have to know when you have put that out into the world. We can never do this again, mm-hmm. unless you can figure out a way. To to top it, but I mean, if you're going to do it, half alert, ass, you, can't you do it. are not going to. I mean, there sometimes hubris gets in the way. I'll say that. James in the chat does point out Evil Pierce and Evil Brita, Brita both shoot themselves. Although uh, with Evil Pierce, it's because they don't want him around, and they're just like, oh, the contest to see who can shoot themselves the first, and so he does. I think what, well, I think I don't think it's they didn't want him around. I think it's he misunderstood the directive of like you're supposed to shoot the, but they didn't give enough information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're no, supposed they, to shoot. They, they they literally say the winner is the first <laughs> one to get hit with a paintball. Is that what they say? I thought they they whoever, they ab- they absolutely do. Listen, I I can help you guys beat the lame study group. Just tell me how this works. Fine. It's complicated, but basically the first person to shoot themselves wins. Winner! That bow tied itself. Because, yeah, he didn't, he says he didn't, or he didn't understand the the, the directive. And he's like, well, because no one, like, explained it to me or whatever. And then Britta explains it. Evil Britta explains it. And sure. then he shoots himself. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I don't remember the whoever gets hit by a paintball first. It was... I, I thought the directive was whoever shoots themselves the first. Basically, the first person to shoot themselves wins. The first person to shoot themselves. But it's more d- talking about themselves in the different timeline. And then it's a misunderstanding on Pierce's point. Okay. I've always misread that line because I was just like, I see. Okay. It's a, it's a surprising. I'm the Pierce in this situation. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's not what I said. I did not say that. I'm not saying. No, I it. said that. No one's saying. I it. said that. Okay, because ben is I've, saying I've it. mis I've misread that line for years. Where I'm, th- I always thought Britta was just like telling you, him to off himself. Whoever whoever shoots themselves, like puts the points the gun at, or turn around and then shoot, wins just to get rid of Pierce. That's I've misread. To God be fair, there it. are multiple I'm, ways to. To, I'm to the read that. No. <laughs> well, you know, something important came out of this episode, I think. <laughs> Grades F. It told me that I'm Pierce. I've, well, I've learned too much about myself I today. I wish you luck. <laughs> that's the episode. <laughs> we did it. We, we did it. We did a full episode, episode, you guys. Okay. Um, fuck. I'm not kidding, though. I literally did think. Okay. I mean, I think that I think the how vague it is allows you for multiple interpretations, which is literally I think the don't, joke. Don't sugarcoat. I'm allowed to be upset at myself about this, oh, Mike. Yes, don't sugarcoat not- this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just let you sit in it for a little bit, and then we'll get back to the show. In the meantime, I'm going to ask uh, uh, our our guest Joe McHale more about his beauty secrets. How do you keep a, a, a you, you know you've got no blemishes? How do you keep that going? You hold that. I'll do the sleeve. Just wait for the click. Oh, Excellent. Cool. Very very good. It's good to have a good routine. Okay. I'm 
I'm I'm back. I'm back. Talk about season four, episode thirteen of Community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you seem a little bit more fragile than when we started. <laughs> um, well, so I'll you keep see, that in you mind. see, Mike. You see, Mike. This morning, I was a confident man, mm-hmm. confident about my intelligence and my uh, uh, amazingly good looks, and the fact that everywhere sure. I go, whoever I look at wants to lick me. Um, and now, <laughs> wants to, has to. Now, I'm realizing none of that's true. Least of all, the everyone wanting to lick me thing, <laughs> and that's a real hit to the ego. <laughs> Um, sure. Okay. I do want to point out mis- un- misinterpreting a joke in a television show is not, <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world. Oh, there, buddy. Uh, okay. The FBI is not going to come in and be like, you misinterpreted a joke. Uh, no, they're busy with other things. So, um, <laughs> zoom away from that. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> so yes, the, if we're going to get back to the paintball of it all, it is. Please do. Please do. You're right. When uh, Jeff is facing off with evil Jeff, it is very uh, Matrix. It it's a Matrix moment because it's. it's, I'm not even call it like Diet Matrix, but like Matrix Zero. Yeah, because like the um, the the paintball is heading towards Jeff, and he just stops it with like his power. It is a very Matrix thing, and I I think that's kind (laughs) of like. You know, partly a callback to the fact that all of the evil versions of them are all wearing like, uh, you know, black trench coats, yeah. and it's it it's kind of matrixy style. But the only part of the gunfight that really resembles anything from the Matrix is when all of a sudden Jeff is like the one and stops the paintball. Yeah. So it's it kind of comes out of nowhere. Um. But then after being told by Abed and then kind of coming to terms with it, he realizes he's made the whole thing up and he comes back to and uh, instead of rolling the die to figure out who gets the soda, uh, he will get the soda. But also the soda doesn't matter because what matters is that they're all Mm -hmm. together and they've he's uh, he has been made a better person by them and by Greendale. And then he has this wedding slash graduation combo celebration uh that's very wedding-esque it's very wedding-esque uh in the in in jeff's mind uh i believe the dean is wearing a dress but in reality he the dean is wearing a suit which i think is interesting um and uh yeah then he graduates and then pierce has to graduate uh, first of course it's true he bursts in and is like I'm graduating first. And then so he does. Uh, and that gets rid of Chevy Chase forever. Um, mm-hmm. So good good job. Never to be seen uh, again until he popped up on my TikTok for you page. And I'm like, excuse me, Chevy Chase. What are you doing here? You're like uh-huh. 80, I think. You're you're 80. You should be on the Facebook where the old people belong. Exactly. Um, so it does. It does. I was actually not that. wrong. He's, he's 78. I was surprisingly close on that and uh as it zooms out there's this little uh poster on the wall in the library that's like greendale community college your path to a brighter future um it's true he does appear as a hologram but i'm 
uh, saving. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get but, to see. But we're five. not thinking about that yet. Um, I do want to point out uh, in the graduation scene, if you look at the and it's not even like hard to miss. It's it's hard to miss. Um, if you look at the chalkboard behind the uh, graduation, oh, yeah, it le- yeah. literally says six seasons in a movie. Yeah, because there's like a poem about like and you can't even really read the poem very yeah, well. But, but you can every read six line seasons in a movie starts with one of those words six season and a movie and like the rest of the poem is like small cursive font and the those words are like big bold block typeface um so they're very very obviously like pushing that like six seasons in a movie thing which to be fair they did at the end of season three as well because again at the end of season three they were in danger of being canceled and at the end of season four they're in danger of being canceled um Again, every time we do a show, if if we're talking about a show, it's gotten canceled at least once. At least once. And if it's and in between it is in danger of being canceled constantly. Always, constantly. Moving because around that, on the network. That is our kind of energy. Dangerously mm. close to being canceled at all times. And you know what? It's great cuz we also do that too. We're always on in on just the knife's edge of being canceled. Uh, by the podcast uh, canceling authority, by by the uh-huh, the the PCA mm-hmm. podcast canceling authority, they go around they cancel bad podcasts. But somehow we've we've eluded them so far. Any any time you're you like subscribe to a podcast and then like it just stops updating, it's not that life got busy or they just got bored of podcasting. The PCA came for them because they were next up on the chopping block. Which We've, sucks we have I'm... eluded them for years. Mm-hmm. Don't we've tell gotta them stay we're on around. the run. We've uh, got to stay on the run constantly. They've come for some of the shows that I love very much, like Stool Pigeons, Unabashedly Obsessed. And and I don't want to be I don't want to be on that that chopping block because some of those shows were very good and mm-hmm. they just were misunderstood mm-hmm. by the PCA. And you know what? Down with the PCA. We're having we're throwing overthrowing the podcast. We're having a podcast revolution. Uh, in the chat, uh, Ben says, I thought being canceled only happened to bean dads, to which I have to say that sounds familiar, but not too familiar. <laughs> it's a new craze <laughs> it's a new bean <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> um, all i'm saying mike is uh you need to open that can of beans so i am always open opening some cans of beans open here God, the Bean Dad. Okay, oh, this oh, part, this part of the, this part of the whole go. episode. Hey, hey, we found, we found our tangent, everybody. We were worried about it, but here we go. This part of the episode is absolutely going to be cut, but for <laughs> for you and the Patreon patrons listening to this live episode right now, how fucking wild was it that Bean Dad happened at the very start? of 2021 and it took twitter by storm and everyone was talking about fucking bean dad and how (laughs) fucking wild bean dad was and that he happened to be also the guy who did the mabim bam theme song and also had all these like racist tweets and it was all anyone could talk about and we're like ah 2021 is going to be so wild because like three days into the year and it's this bean dad thing (laughs) and then six days into the year (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. We all gazed being, in horror yeah, at being uh, was the attempted was coup the deal. <laughs> of our of our country in which we live. Bean Dad was but a blink in the in the I history can't. of existing in 2021. But for those brief Christ moments, Almighty. we all we all as a country pulled together to hate Bean in, Dad in absolute hatred of Bean Dad. <laughs> Uh, Motherfucking the, the brief, Bean Dad. The few days where we were all mad about Bean Dad and not the impending collapse of American society. Those halcyon days. Bean you know, Dad. I, all, all I ever want, this is all I ever want. I never, ever want to become the main character of Twitter because that's true. Always it's true. leads to bad things. You, they will find a tweet you tweeted like. 2011 or before Twitter was even a thing about like you accidentally did it did it <laughs> said uh-huh. something kind of off and it's like well look at this racist asshole we can't have him anyway <laughs> and then they're gonna cancel Good Morning Greendale finally after the, they alert the PCA to us uh huh so they're gonna uncover my tweet that's like I refuse to open cans of beans for my well, she would have been girlfriend at the time, but uh-huh. I refuse to open cans of beans. She can figure out the bean, uh, the bean bean can opener herself. She she didn't know how to use it, and I was like, "Oh, broads, am I right?" And then they're gonna find those tweets that definitely exist sure. and are real, and uh-huh, then they're gonna definitely. come for me, and then the PCA mm-hmm. is gonna finally cancel Good Morning Greendale. And you know, sometimes you know we we are a, a, a guerrilla organization. Uh, Good morning, Greendale. And sometimes, oh James, maybe they I'm, should... I'm I'm so, oh, I'm so no. sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Just know had if, to Google if being Bean introduced Dad. to Bean Dad in in uh, August of 2022 is healthy for one's soul. But um, <laughs> I, I apologize, and or you're welcome, uh, depending on how you feel about yeah, about I, uh... reading about Bean Dad at this stage. Uh, <laughs> again, I'm still just dumbfounded that three days before the insurrection, we were all dealing uh-huh. with Bean Dad. I I vaguely remember <laughs> Bean. I remember Bean Dad, and I remember the insurrection. Um, you know, because I'm a functioning human being, and I understand uh-huh. and I remember those things. Um, generally, I don't remember things, but those two things, for whatever reason, stuck in there. Um, I did not, for instance, remember the connection of them being three days. Uh huh. I did a parody. I did a. I, I I didn't like record it, but I wrote parody lyrics to that song. Uh. The one that goes, this is a story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Sure, yeah, yeah. I wrote a whole parody about Bean Dad. Um, and that's why they'll cancel you. Uh, you, you were talking about Dean <laughs> Bean Dad. Get him. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I do want to see if I can find that. Um, <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if I tweeted anything inflammatory about Bean Dad. I was great because what my my cogent tweet about Bean Dad was insert lazy joke about Bean Dad here nailed it swish nailed it absolutely nailed it um and, and <laughs> uh, on January sixth I said today made me nostalgic for Bean Dad discourse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> oh, I hate this. I hate the timeline. 
Okay, are you ready? Are you ready for these uh, parody lyrics? Again, this is to the that song. Oh my god! That this is a story of a girl, sure. etc. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. Uh, I'm not gonna sing it, but I'm, I'll read I'll read the <laughs> lyrics. Uh, it says, "This is the story of a girl. Her dad tweets about beans to the whole world." Um, and then I I skip ahead a bit, but then I I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you don't have to do all the bridge and stuff. It's fine. Okay, I, I will actually sing this part. So, okay. goes, how many tweets in a year? She woke up hungry but only found tears. Bean Dad <laughs> claims he's, in, he's not sincere. His tweets were in jest and not really real. As long as she stands there waiting, wanting for beans while he tweets about Jews, <laughs> then, then his account disappears. Bean Dad, look in the mirror. The fuck's wrong with you? So for those who don't, for those who don't know, for those who don't know, Bean Dad was just a guy on Twitter who did this whole viral thread about how his daughter was hungry and uh, he was like, well, we've got cans of beans and a can opener and she, uh, and, and then she didn't know how to use the can opener. So I sat there and waited for her to try to figure it out. And it was this whole learning experience. And it was this like 20 fucking tweet long thread. About basically just like his daughter, Being an asshole. <laughs> like falling to pieces because she was hungry, and he's just like, "Well, figure out the can opener." And then also that guy happened to do the theme song for the very popular podcast, "My Brother, My Brother and Me." Mm-hmm. And then while everyone else was ripping on him for being fucking Bean Dad, they found a bunch of tweets where he he tweeted some pretty uh, anti-Semitic stuff. Um, uh, yeah, it took her six hours to figure out the can opener. And the whole time is just like, well, should have, should figure out the can opener. So he's a jerk and mm-hmm. racist. And it was the, and, oh, fuck. Yeah. And he did the podcast with Ken Jennings. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. See, Bean Dad. There's a lot to the Bean Dad saga. There's a lot. There's so much. There's so much to the Bean Dad saga. Too, some would say and too much. Too much to the Bean Dad saga. Just and open we had a, a can. If you would, if he had just opened the damn can, none of this would have happened. But then, then again, we wouldn't have that great uh, theme song by Montaigne. So, and again, we had a mirror. Three days of Bean Dad bliss, where we could oh, joke man. about how awful this dude was. God, we could all take him down. And, and then, then ripped from our fingers. <laughs> Bean God. Dad. Boy. Okay. Um, I long so. for the days of Bean Dad. I don't want to be post-insurrection anymore. I want to be post-Bean post, post Bean Dad pre-insurrection. Those were the days. Right. In a, in a different timeline, we could be like, oh, man, you remember January 3rd, 2021? Bean Dad Day? Happy Bean Dad Day to all who celebrate. <laughs> you know what? What's wrong? Why haven't we started Bean Dad Day? Let's do that. And just Where rip the fuck it. were we in this podcast? <laughs> I have no clue. Who cares? We're t- we're ripping on Bean Dad over here. Um, we're living our best life from January third to January fifth, twenty twenty one is what we're doing over here. Uh, we don't know what's coming. We don't need to worry to about hit it. songs uh, about Bean Dad. Um, we cut to the tag. Um, and oh yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, my favorite part is that we don't remember and our audience is like hey you were talking about that uh-huh. like, you should get back to that it's like no nah, whatever <laughs> this this podcast episode is all vibes just it's all vibes don't worry about it it's all vibes um so yeah they they graduate we cut to the tag and uh it is evil troy and evil abed doing uh troy and abed in the morning and then um it is just them talking to dictator Chang because they do this every day, apparently, from the uh-huh. sound of it. And today he's talking about squash. Uh, and it's mandatory. Um, and then they throw it over to Timeline 5 to see how things are going over there. And I believe Troy and Britta have had a baby that they've decided to name, quote, an African name, uh, Chewbacca. Yep. And uh, Evil Jeff is like, hey. I've told this isn't a real show. Like, stop that. So evil Jeff, kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about in the episode uh, before we get to the next part? Or Again, do you just legitimately, my my only bullet point in my notes, which usually have more than one bullet point, I will remind uh-huh. you, says I think the and I quote: I think the storyline I was most invested in was the Troy and Soda storyline. End of note. I wanted to make sure I remembered that so I could talk about it. Okay, well, I think that is the end of the episode, and that means that it is time for... Great! I know I spent a lot of time last episode comparing it to <laughs> uh, <laughs> episode one, Um which actually had reason in the episode because it was a it was a prequel thing. I'm going to compare it to episode one again because and this because follow, follow me. <laughs> Go ahead. Follow me on this journey, if you will. Look, I'm locked into this podcast. I think I have to. There is an internet series on Red Letter Media that talks about the prequel trilogy. Okay, sure. And in the in the first one, when he's talking about episode one, he brings up this thing where he's like, okay, so in like in in the first Star Wars, by which I mean A New Hope, episode four, you sure. get this one like climactic space battle. They're doing the Death Star run. And in the second one, you get this sort of two-prong thing where like you know, you've got you've got Luke versus Darth Vader, while sure. you've also got the Millennium Falcon trying to escape. And sure. then in the third one, you've got the sort of three prong thing where you've got the the um, group down on the planet trying to shut down yep. the the shield. You've got the attack on the Death Star, and you've got the uh, Luke versus Vader finale. Right, and then. In the prequel, because so far, bigger and bigger and more and more and more has done really well. And because at this point in his career, no one, and I mean no one, is going to say no to George Lucas. And so he talks a lot about have, how. Yes, go ahead. Uh huh. He talks a lot about how it just, the like episode one just kept getting bigger you've got the attack on that that uh um 
um, blockade. Sure. Where Anakin flies in the thing. You've got the Darth Maul <laughs> fight. You've got the ground battle. And yeah. you've got, um, I think they're also like assaulting the palace at the same time, like to try to take it back over. Yeah, there's something because of the Gungans. There's, yeah, and, there's like, yeah. there's so much, there's, there's a, so much there's going on. There's a lot on. happening. And the reason that I bring all this up is because in this red letter media review of episode one, he shows this clip from a like behind the scenes where they have completed the like first cut of the film and George Lucas has watched it for the first time and it ends. He looks just like blank. He is not happy. He's not like angry. He just sort of exists Mm. taking that moment in and everyone around him, because again, they don't want to tell him that he's done bad are all just sitting there in silence. And it is a very awkward thing to watch. Hmm. But the reason that I compared that moment to this episode, I'm bringing it back. I'm I'm on this this roller coaster. Let's go. The reason that I bring that up is because I feel like this episode falls into that same trap where... They sat down and they said, we want this to be the most community it can possibly community. Sure. We're bringing back the darkest timeline. We're bringing back paintball. We're, you know, just we're we're doing that. Jeff as a lawyer. We're like, we're, we're doing all of this stuff in a mere 24 minute episode of television. Right. I like you, you get, you get so far into the production of a thing and there is no turning back because when you are George Lucas watching that cut, that first cut of the, the Phantom Menace, you can't just say, Oh crap, it is too much. We need to redo half of the movie. Right. Similarly, you cannot be like, we have built up this episode throughout the season because they've mentioned the darkest timeline a couple of times. Yep. They've they've made sure you, you, you yes, keep, keep that in mind. They don't have a backup plan for how Jeff does his graduation. I think that the very premise of this episode is flawed. And then they did the, the, the best they could with it. Sure. Because this episode, written by Megan Gans, who I think is one of the funniest people on the mm-hmm. planet, pretty much. I love <clears throat> all of her work on this show. I love all of her work on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, She's currently producing the podcast for It's Always Sunny, and she's flipping hilarious on that. Sure. I love her work so much. And so I have a real hard time just straight out being mean to this episode because I, you know, it's, it's got, it's clearly got talent behind it, but I think the problem is, is just like that episode one thing you have planned for this to be what it is. And then when you get so far into it, there is no turning back. 
Right. Now, with that said, I do not know what the people who made this show think about this episode or thought about this episode when they made it. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it it falls into that exact trap of bigger equals better. Oh crap, we did too much. Sure. And I I want to I want to preface my grade with everything that I just said because I really do not want to be mean to this episode. I I I think the premise itself is flawed and that means that you know you, you can't get blood from a turnip as they say. And so with all of that preamble, this is my least favorite episode of Community in the entire run. It is the only one that I outright do not look forward to that I consider skipping, although I never do because A, I'm a completionist and B, a season finale is kind of a weird episode to skip. A Um, little bit, yeah. It's also frustrating that had Community been canceled, this would have been the final episode of Community. It could have ended on this note. And so, whereas there have been other episodes where I have said, this wasn't for me, but there's, there's seeds in it that I think could have made it better. I think the very foundation that this episode is built on doesn't work. And because of that, I don't really find much that I like about this episode. Um, regrettably, and again, I say this with all my all my love in the world to the people who wrote this episode. I give this episode an F because I do not, I do not ever look forward to this episode. I it's a it's a very rough episode. I I'm not, I'm just not entertained by it, and okay. I don't see much in it where I'm like, oh yeah, you know. This it's got it's got good seeds, and you know you could if you just tended to it a little bit more, it it could be better. Um, and I know I've been I've been rambling for like twenty damn minutes about this because again I don't I'm I I'm I don't want to be harsh on this episode. Um, and and so I that that's why I've given it so many caveats, and sure. also compared it to episode one, which is maybe not the nicest thing right, any, I didn't per- notice any person that. has ever done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just... Yeah, even before this episode made me realize I was pierced. That's not doing it any favors. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's just... I just don't like it. Um, it is It is a rough way to end the season and almost end the series. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I, that's, you know, it's, it's maybe it's, it's probably kind of a harsh grade, but that's sure. I, that's, uh, that's, I mean, but you can only grade it what you're got, what you got in your heart and your soul and your brain and your eyeballs. Um, also, if you haven't watched it, watch that red letter media review of episode one, because it's very good. I will look forward to, uh, finding that and watching that at some point, uh, uh, but as for this episode of Community, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't think it's successful. I think you're right. I think you're right. You're also right that they've, they've planted seeds to the, this, something on this scale happening. Um, 
And it very much feels like we're doing a community. What does everybody love about community? Let's do those things without really thinking like exactly through what is going to, what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like. And if it's going to be holding on to what we know was good and try to do something, try to basically do it better, um, which is often a recipe of failure um, or finding a new direction for something that, is often also a chance of failure because people don't want new things. They want the same things, but they don't want the same things worse. So they want the same things, but better. But, you know, you kind of have to, you know, when you're in an artistic, uh, when you're in an artistic position, you have to kind of like anticipate what people will like and kind of be like, you know what, even if this is, if people are not going to like this, I'm still going to go in the direction. I think this is important. I think that's, that's something that is a little missing in this uh, this this season. I, I don't mean to like give this episode a season grade because that's I don't think we do seasons grades anymore. Uh, we did that very early on and never and kind of got rid of it instead of doing uh, Good Morning Greendale Nights, which I'm hopefully is next week and I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah. Uh, so I it, you know because this is it's it's very much a season thing of like okay we are absolutely wanting to do something with the the uh the darkest timeline because they keep mentioning they keep bringing it up and they finally do it and it kind of falls flat i think uh, i think you, i i think you nailed it on the head that being said i think you know they still had the troy and soda storyline <laughs> like it, i i mean you're you're right i i i i I th- I think it's telling that there's not much not much notes that I wanted to talk about and I had this is another episode that just kind of existed which sucks as a season finale like you said like this is the last if it had gotten canceled after season 4 this would have been the last community ever and it does not leave you on a strong note and I think you know even from the beginning of the season this was kind of where it was going to flow based on the showrunners it's like we have to do these things as a big set piece at the end and I don't think it works and it sucks because I want I don't want to do a show about a song uh, a, a series that sucks like I mean it's it's fun to do a show about a show that I love and watching it kind of fall apart for whatever reason like we've we've seen this in Futurama where some of the stuff is uneven this is uneven like uh, this whole season has been really uneven and and it sucks to to be like this kind of sucks you know like i want to see good things um and i you're right i don't think there is really much of a way to salvage this without basically saying okay we're gonna remove all the stuff of the you know the mentions of and the kind of foreshadowing of the the uh, darkest timeline and basically rewrite this whole episode which fine like the the idea of having jeff like have like an anxiety dream about what would happen if, you know, I, I don't want this thing. I think I want this thing. I don't know. And then having, you know, this invasion happen. It's a, you know, if you're going to do that, I feel like you need to do it a little bit more like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Cause that's how they resolve Dallas. Like that's, that's the season of <laughs> Dallas that they resolve that way. Uh-huh. Um, so you have to nudge it a little bit. And I think the, you know, that's one of the levels that I think community is usually pretty good at of like, Oh, Hey, it's like Dallas. Like, Oh, did I, did I meet you in Dallas or something like being throwing a lampshade on things? And it just feels like, it feels like a, 
like nothing is quite as good as it should be in this episode. And that may, and, and the episode is so much less, uh, than, than the sum of its parts, because there are good things. There are good. Like, I think a lot of the acting choices are pretty good seeing, you know, uh, seeing Jeff and Annie kind of like flip between these two slightly different versions of themselves. I think it was acted really well, but it just, it it's let down by the concept of it. Like you said, and it's really disappointing. Cause I think these eight actors, uh, you know, regardless of how we feel about Chevy Chase as an actor, I think he has the ability to tackle something a little bit more interesting than this. Uh, and, they they're giving it their all and I have no problem, you know, like I have all my compliments for them, but like it, it's let down. Um, right. So, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, I, and, and sorry to interrupt, but you know, like I said, I think, I think everyone, uh, I think everyone who worked on this episode did the absolute best that they could, whether from writing to acting to whatever. Um, it's just, that that problem of of the the sort of foundation of sure it. Um, exactly i think we're on the same point there you know i don't think it's an f i don't think it's a failure necessarily i think it i don't want to I, I don't i i think well let me let me back up i do think it fails at its main purpose of giving you a good way of ending a season i don't think it fails at being a episode of television that is vaguely enjoyable to put on in the background it is it does fail if you're focusing on it because you start seeing some of these holes some of these things that's like like if it's just sound in the background of course you're not looking for the problems so the moment you, it, it 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 feels very paper thin when it comes to like hey i'm gonna put oh no i just poked 14 holes in this um i don't know i i, I it's seeing some of the highs i mean even of this season some of this some of the season has been quite good but mm-hmm. this is incredibly disappointing to me because it it feels like it was it was let down by some of the poor choices of the it's and that's all it is it's poor choices I think mm-hmm. and I can't give this anything more than a D I think it's a D okay. Uh, it's okay. uh, everybody is trying their hardest I agree with you but it's just not very good. Um, and also just as a reminder, um, I do, we do grade on, uh, within the community episode canon, because as an episode of TV itself, like, I don't hate it. Like compared to all TV ever, it's better than this a is, whole lot of big bang theory episodes. Th- this is, this is, I mean, I compared it to episode one, but you, you drew first blood by comparing it to the big bang theory. That's fair. Um, but no, like there as, as just an episode of television, uh, this is like a perfectly like C episode of television. Like it's, it's there, it's watchable, but like, you know, within the, the community canon, like I said, it's, it's my least favorite episode. And so if that, if that's not the episode to unfortunately give it an F, like there isn't an F. That's fair. But, yeah. Um, so, you know, something, something's got to be F tier, I guess, um, on the tier lists. That's fair. But we want to know what you think about this episode, uh, about whether or not you would want to lick all inanimate, ob- all 
inanimate objects that you see or be licked by everyone that you see. Uh, we want to know uh, what else did we talk about? Because we cut 20 minutes of this yeah. podcast out about Bean Dad. Yeah, well, we could just ask for <laughs> thoughts about Bean Dad. Um, we also talked about how sexy Joel McHale is. Uh, and how handsome he looks We did spend a lot of time talking about how sexy Joel McHale is. Um, if you are Joel McHale, um, please tweet at us yep. pictures do. of yourself. Um, <laughs> yep, that's a, that's a reasonable request. Um, we also, I don't know if this is cut or not, so you'll decide if it needs to be cut. Uh, we did also talk about the Late Late Show with Ben featuring Mike. Uh, so with the Good Morning Greendale segment, uh, let us know if you'd watch that or if you think mm-hmm. that'd be kind of ridiculous. Um, also, James in the chat does point out this episode felt a little rushed. And if they could have done it in an hour episode, it could have been better. And I do actually agree with that. Yeah, that's I fair. still don't know if I still don't know if I'd agree with the idea of uh, of doing like the darkest timeline paintball thing. But like when you try to cram both of those into 24 minutes, it it does feel very rushed. So I I would like to I would I think I would actually like to see an hour long cut of this because sure. I don't I don't know that I would it would like jump to a favorite episode, but I don't think it would be my least favorite episode. That's fair. Um, um yeah, I'll have to so think yeah, on that wanna, myself. If you want to tell us what you think about this and we're not part of our live chat, you can tweet at us. At Good Greendale. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com where you can send us a message. Um, and hopefully you did not work on this episode and are mad about what I said about it. Because again, uh, I really, I, I say it with all the love in the world, I promise. That's a weird, we, that's we a weird love thing community. To say. That's why we criticize. That's it. We love, I, like, I do. I love, I love this show a lot. And so it fe- sometimes, you know, here, we did this for when, Futurama too. We we want Futurama and we want community to be the as good as they can be. And when they don't, we you have to like give them some cr- subtle con- but constructive and firm uh, c- criticism. And that's that's how that's what being a parent to a television show is like. If I if I could uh, go back in time, um, if I, I could would, turn back time. I would have not done grades ever because yeah, it's uh, I, such a bad choice we made. It's it's <laughs> it's so bad because it it's it sucks. It does suck to be like, well, you know, like I think I think it's obvious listening to us talk about the episode whether or not we liked it. Yeah, yeah. It is occasionally harsh to be like, oh, well, this is like a a D minus or whatever, and it's like you know people worked hard on this, and it's sure. You know, the worst episode of Futurama is still pretty good. The worst episode of Community is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it it was um, a mistake I, we made from the very beginning, um, and we did not rectify it for this pe- episode for this podcast. And Maybe if, for the next one, but who knows? And if I wasn't grading on a curve every episode, like I'd be like, this is the worst episode of Community ever. C plus. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's that's true. It would be. So yeah, I do I do I, I do feel really bad about giving bad grades. Um I would I would make a terrible teacher. Um for know? a lot of reasons. Um also this was a live episode. So uh a whole bunch of people got to watch us talk about this episode live. Mostly talk about, about being dead uh, though. Wa- watch us uh feel bad about 
being mean to a show that we love. And also the 20 minutes of Bean Dad content that I cut out of this episode to make it palatable for public consumption. <laughs> um, but they paid for the privilege to see what it wasn't. It's true. It Once wasn't. a month when we're actually on top of our uh, stuff. Uh, we do our best. <laughs> we try. We really do. Uh huh. Yeah, we here I am like, ah, oh, this was the worst episode. We I'm sure there's a yeah, worst yeah, episode yeah. of our yeah, podcast. Megan, Megan Gans is like, hey, yeah, 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 you jerks. This is bad, huh? When is when was your last live show? When was your last live uh-huh. show, huh? We haven't um, put that on television. And Megan if, Gans comes if, and slaps me in the face. If for some reason Megan Gans is listening to this episode and is still has not given up. Uh, mm. After I after I talked so much garbage about this episode, um, I'm really sorry, and I do think you are legitimately one of the funniest people on the planet. And um, you want to you want to know what please, I think is the funniest? Please don't please don't hate me. I, sure. I love uh, I love basic lupine neurology, uh, which, as you will recall, you wrote, uh, and also. <laughs> Uh, Mythic Quest is great. I love it. Can't wait for it to come back. Huge, sure. huge, always sunny fan. Uh, whenever, whenever I'm down and I just need a bunch of idiots yelling at each other to cheer me up, always sunny. Perfect. I love that show. And if I didn't not want to talk about all the stuff that happens on It's Always Sunny, and if you weren't already doing an It's Always Sunny podcast <laughs> and the fact that I would have to get a new co-host because Mike would never do an Always Sunny no. podcast with no, me. No, that's not me. I would totally do it always because I love it. It's great. Uh, please don't hate me for the words so, that I said here today. I want to I want to point out one of our one of my favorite bits of Good Morning Greendale, the podcast. When okay. we directly talk to a begging famous person for, that begging for Megan Gans's uh, <laughs> <laughs> apo- well, w- uh, for us for her to uh, sure. accept our apology. What uh-huh. I was going to say was directly addressing a person, a famous person that never in a million years would listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's my uh-huh. favorite. It's very good. We've we've done that twice. Uh, Joel McHale. I feel and like Megan we Gans. do it a lot, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, you want to throw Twice someone else today. here in the mix? Um, oh, well, let's, you know me, Weird Al, let's go. You want to show up on the podcast, Weird Al, you, you, you got a spot. Patreon patrons get to listen to us do this live once a month. Um, <laughs> and we still they, don't know what they get out of it, but they sure do love it. They, they can, they can chat at us and, and, uh, while we make fools of ourselves. Um, <laughs> and discover which one of us is a Pierce. And discover which one of us is a Pierce. Um, <laughs> that's patreon.com slash so, back to Futurama. Legitimately Mike, one of the funniest things that happened this episode. <laughs> let's let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, I think um, we've done too much. Thank you for listening to this, whatever this was. We really appreciate it. Just make good choices. <laughs> Uh, go watch that Red Letter Media review yes. of um, Star Wars Episode One, and uh, <laughs> until until next time. Um, uh, also, uh, Megan Gans, if you want to come on this podcast and then tell tell us about the worst uh-huh. thing that we have ever created. Um, All I'm uh, saying is that she doesn't <laughs> feel free to do so. If she came on this podcast, it would elevate the podcast. It pointing out that the podcasts that we've done are probably the worst thing we've ever done.
until next time when we <laughs> we're done with we're done with season four and until next time i'm ben and i'm mike End i of the wish guest you week luck here. <laughs>